Hola, you are listening to First Gen Healing, a podcast on Latinx healing and awakening journeys. My name is Priscila Luna, I am your host, and I'm going to let today's guest introduce himself. Muchacho, let us into your world. <laughs> Hello everyone, um, my name is Enrique Ramirez, I'm, I'm 27 years old and I'm from Long Beach, California. Ooh, Long Beach. <laughs> are you originally from Long Beach? Yes, I was born and raised here. So I've been here my okay. whole life in the same the same home, the same area. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And what about your cultura? Where are your parents from? Where are you from? My parents are from Mexico, from uh, Michoacan, um, a town called Tangancicuaro. Uh, They're actually over there right now. They usually uh, spend the holidays out there, so they'll leave for like a couple mm. months. Do you have any siblings? Yes, I have. Uh, I have three, so I'm the youngest of four boys. So my Ooh. mom has mom okay. had four four boys. Yeah. Wow. So tell me about your upbringing a little bit, just to set the stage before we head into the juicy healing awakening part. Okay. So, um, well, yeah, you know, growing up with um, with parents that immigrated here from Mexico, um, I had to grow up fast, and and being the youngest. Um, you know, I, I expected, you know, being the youngest, I wasn't going to um, have to do a lot of the things that, you know, my parents would need help with. But I feel like I'm, I, I know I'm the youngest, but I feel like I'm the oldest in a way. Mm, okay. Yeah, I had to grow up fast. Um, being around three three brothers, I was, you know, picked on, <laughs> you mm, know, being the youngest, of course. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, like my, my, my dad, he... Um, like really into sports soccer and so like he was a coach for over 25 years so i grew up in like a soccer family um mm. i was never i was never the the um the athletic one for me it was more so like uh, uh creative i like to draw and like paint and and sing and and all that stuff so it was more so that and, and wow. i was I, I was always like the chunkier kid so i never really um yeah, I, I never really was into sports or anything like that. I, I think it was more so because, like, I saw his connection with my with my other brothers yeah. and how he connected with them, and I kind of felt like left out. And I wanted to, I wanted to, like, you know, make him proud and 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 see him like happy and and, and stuff like that. So, um, so it was more so that, and I, I never picked it up. I, I never really was interested in it. I see. So you mentioned you're the youngest, but it kind of feels like you're the oldest or some of the responsibilities fell on you. I'm wondering yeah. if you feel comfortable sharing what some of those were. Yeah. Um, well, being the youngest, I had to go through with like school, learning how to do everything by myself. Um, you know, all the paperwork that I needed mm. to have and sign or fill out. I was the one doing it. My brothers were older than me, but they never, they never helped me. Mm. Um, and I just had to navigate and and try to uh, learn how to do everything by myself and and even like, you know, setting up doctor's appointments for my parents and, and doing all that. I still do that to this day. My brothers are not really involved in that. Um, so I'm the one that's like helping them with with uh, with like the property that my dad owns and and uh, the tenants that he has. I'm the one that it, it all like it feels like it all falls on me. So. Mm. So growing up, it's, it's always been that. So I yeah. had to worry about my things, but also worry about like my parents. And even then, like when there's issues with my brothers, my parents will come to me to get advice. And sometimes my brothers will come to me for advice as well. So it's always been, yeah. Wow. I wonder if you resonate with like the term old soul. Yes, I've I've um I've I've gotten that a lot from people. Mm, okay, okay, yeah. I mean, because it you know I'm the eldest, but definitely always felt like an old soul, and I think you're kind of holding the fort in a way that one would, you know, like, yeah. yeah. How interesting. So I'm also wondering if you've ever moved out of your home because you you mentioned you've lived in the same home. And so that also I'm thinking maybe is why a lot of the responsibilities stick around with you. Um, I have not. Okay. I, I have considered it. And um, it was prior to uh, the pandemic hitting. My best friend and I were like in, in talks about like wanting to move in together. And um, 
and I actually spoke to my parents about it and I spoke to my mom and she was like devastated she was like no mm. I don't want you to leave <laughs> she's like no tú eres el que nos ayuda más. like you, you know you're the one that helps me a lot and helps us a lot and I'm like I'm like I'm, I'm gonna, that's not gonna stop I'm just gonna be away from the house you know yeah um, but uh but yeah I um I have thought about it but no I haven't Mm, okay i see all right so the podcast is about healing and awakening i'm wondering if one or the other resonates more and yeah let's start there i feel like it i feel like it's both together um there's been moments where i've had like many awakenings throughout throughout my life and and um until recently i feel once i started my weight loss journey that's when i started you know, uh, just focusing more on my mental health, um, the emotions that I was feeling, you know, all the feelings that the unknown, just not, kind of not really, um, feelings that had never been, um, processed, maybe? understood, processed mm -hmm. or understood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely like, that's that's where I've been on right now, especially heavy on the healing. Mm, okay. Yeah, for sure. So then maybe we can pin if you can help us pinpoint when do you think that started for you, and maybe what not necessarily what triggered it, but what was like that moment when you're like, hmm, I need to take care of this. You know, there's something that needs to change. Right. Um, for me, it started when I was really dealing with like really bad anxiety. It was like debilitating mm -hmm. to the point where I. I wouldn't step out of my house and if i did like i would it, it would just go to it, it would just be to, to go to the store and even then like it would take me over 10 minutes to get out of the car mm -hmm. so a lot of the time i just spent time at my house and i was dealing with like depression and it all mainly focused around like it all stemmed from my weight me being overweight mm -hmm. so um that's when that's when uh i i knew it was an issue i knew that there was a problem and uh and once i started my weight loss journey that's when i was really able to like really focus on me and try to understand me not just physically but like mentally because being on a weight loss journey it, it has different effects on you mentally emotionally um spiritually in in, in different ways so yeah. um yeah that's when it that's when it all started for me okay. i yeah for sure that's when it was I see. So you would say it was kind of like an increased amount of anxiety that to at some extent got, was yeah. it like unbearable or what was it that then was like, okay, yeah. let's do something. Yeah. I um, actually, I had a planned trip to Spain um, back in 2015. Mm -hmm. I had uh, went to go study abroad for, it was supposed to be for a month mm -hmm. and um, ended up only being there for a week because of my anxiety. Wow. And again that all stemmed from my weight i felt really uncomfortable i felt super uncomfortable so when i returned back that's when i like felt in a really deep depression and um i didn't like the feeling i the feeling of not not seeing like the light at the end of the tunnel it was mm, scary it was yeah. so scary for me so yeah. i i didn't like that feeling and i and and i knew i knew you know there was hope that things were going to get better but um that's when that's when it all started once i came back i allowed myself to feel everything that i was feeling and then once i was able to really um you know start that process i made sure i did that mm. wow okay so a lot of things came up that i think i would love to kind of expand on um yeah. the first one is i think or i'm wondering if you have um maybe pinpointed if the insecurities around weight were internal or external was there external comments and things that were being um situations that you were being put in that then triggered that or do you think it's something that you carried with you and internally it just uh grew i feel like it was both it was both mm -hmm. just hearing things from like you know family members saying like oh yeah you're so big I just remember one specific one specific moment that like really stuck with me and that's actually the moment that I, I i knew that i needed to make a change like it was it was a family a family like family barbecue 
and uh, my aunts were all hanging around the table and my cousin was there too. And um, I guess she didn't know that I heard what she said, but she was like, she was like, why? She basically said like, why is he so big? And just commenting on on my weight and it made me really uncomfortable. And that kind of, from that point on, I, I um I stopped coming around. I stopped coming mm-hmm. around my family, and uh, I remember my sister in law saying something back to her, like defending me. Mm-hmm. But I I I like I had already you know internalized I, it, it. Inter- yeah. yeah internalized it and and it hurt yeah um, because people wouldn't say it to my face, but that was a moment where like I heard it and it it, it you know it it hurt me. And yeah. it really stuck with me, and uh, and that made me like distance myself from my family a lot. And I that's when I feel like a lot of the anxiety and depression started as well. Mm. It's so unfortunate, you know. Like I think that a lot of us experience those comments from family members. Sometimes it's even from the same people that we help. You know, like we help translate right. for, we help create, yeah. like, and then they're the same ones that are like criticando, criticándonos, right? And then. Right. I think, I don't know if this happened to you, but then you start to distance yourself and then there's still something to say about that, right? Like, yeah. ahora, oh, look at him. He's not coming around. Like, it's kind of like they're digging you in your own hole and they're not seeing how much tierra they're throwing on you. you know? Right, right. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah, And so then also, like, one one thing, too, that's kind of, like, um, it was another reason why I distanced myself was because um, I'm... I'm gay and I haven't I haven't came out to my family, um, not my whole family. Like my parent, my parents don't know, um, and and I'm aware that we're you know recording. It's fine. It's totally fine. I don't I don't mind. But um, my parents don't know. Um, one of my brothers know. My sister in law knows, and some of my cousins and one of my aunts. But like as far as like my parents, they don't know. And that growing up too, like. I, I was made fun of growing up with brothers. I was always made mm. fun of for doing like the slightest thing. Like if I like if I sang a song, they would say, "Oh my god, that like that's so gay," or they would mm. say those type of comments. So yeah. it kind of like it gave it. It, it they never. I never felt safe. Mm. I always mm-hmm. felt criticized, whether it was my weight or just the things that that I did, like my my personality. So I yeah. I, I kind of had to uh suppress a lot of feelings and and i think that's why like now i'm i feel like i'm always like on this protective mode like this defense mode and uh and i don't really show emotions around my family but i'm like the total opposite when it comes to like other people being around other people i can show emotion i feel safe you know but with my family it's just it's hard it's hard because of the way it was growing up yeah wow i think i definitely resonate so much with feeling like you're kind of being um judged on so many angles of who you are right and how hard that can be especially in in a family unit because as you're growing up like that's the the people you're around the most, right? And so to feel like right. you're walking on eggshells and that every little thing can be pointed out and so you don't even know who to be anymore, right? Right. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. The all of it these affected me. Mm-hmm. These I think yeah. unintentional ways of dimming your light you know if we talk about in the time of light you're probably like this being that's like hello i'm here and then family is just kind of like constantly dimming that you know and making you hide away like you mentioned yeah Mm. yeah it happened a lot yeah for sure (laughs) yeah and i think another really important thing you mentioned is safety you know you said i don't you know in the places where i feel safe i can come out or like i can be myself um and so is that something that you recently came to notice, like the spaces that make you feel safe or the people? Or is that something that you were aware of for a very long time? Oh, it's something that I was aware of mm-hmm. for like the longest time. That's why like for me, it was hard. Um, I didn't really have that many friends. I was always bullied in, in, in school for my weight. Um, mm-hmm. So I didn't really have friends. And then the friends that I did have, like I, I cherished those friendships. And um, and a lot of the times they um, they didn't really cherish the friendship and they would walk away mm-hmm. from the friendship and it, it would leave me feeling, you know, like how I did at, at home. So yeah. like the friends, the, the small circle friends that I do have now, like I 
oh it's that's like my chosen family it's just mm. it's a uh, it's like a safe space for me and their families make it like a safe space for me as well so mm. i'm very grateful for that yeah beautiful and uh one thing that you mentioned too is you went to spain and I, I think that sometimes when we're on this journey we there are different ways of trying to escape whatever it is that we're feeling and sometimes we don't even know the name to what we're going through but we find like ways to numb or escape right and so it can be like right. partying or relationships or drinking and unfortunately i think and fortunately like those things don't work right like escaping right. doesn't work it's kind of like you you can attempt that and there are people i think that attempt that their whole lives without wanting to right. turn around and look at that shadow that's really screaming right. for you to look at it how did that change actually begin to look like like was it going to the gym or was it looking inward what was that actually like for you um i feel i for me i felt it was uh i just uh started to watch um like videos on how to cook healthy healthy meals and mm. going on walks going on walks and seeing other like uh weight loss it, uh, you know people on on instagram or youtube that mm -hmm. that you know that went through the whole process and they're, they're currently on that on, on on that journey so that that helped me a lot as well so mm, okay yeah. and at that time what did your support system look like was it your group of friends or what had you not found that group yet? Um, yeah, it, it was it, definitely my friends, but also uh, social media um, on Instagram when I started my weight loss journey on there. Like and I started posting um, my progress, just the, the words that I, I would get from people and even mm -hmm. people that, that that hadn't started their journey, you know, telling me that, that you know, they're inspired by by my journey and um it wasn't more so my family because my i never grew up in like a family that showed their emotions or mm. or would say you know how they felt and so my parents they they would say oh like oh good job or but nothing really like heartfelt i felt i feel yeah. so it was always from other people from outside mm -hmm. yeah yeah, that can be hard too, right? There's always like this surface relationship that kind of can happen with parents mm -hmm. where they get comfortable, you get comfortable. I don't ask too much. They don't ask too much. Right. We leave yeah. it at that. Mm, mm -hmm. I see. Wow. Well, I think, I don't know if you saw it that way when you started posting, but to me, that sounds bold to start posting online yeah. and doing your, your journey online because it sounds like there were a lot of spaces where you weren't fully being yourself and allowing yourself to be seen or you didn't feel safe enough to do so what was that journey like kind of like deciding to go online and post there i think because of the like the people that i i uh, followed while being on my journey seeing mm -hmm. them be vulnerable and and just uh, not really care about what like the comments of other people um it made me it, it gave me um i guess uh, a sense of like I can do it too you know I can mm. do it too and and I want to share my journey with other people because I know how other people's uh, other people sharing their journey helped you know help me yeah. so um so I, I that's that that was the I feel like that was it for me mm. um mm -hmm. yeah wow was there any fear behind that choice oh yeah for sure I, it, it was scary because I'm like, what if I, what if I fail? What if I start this? And what if I like mm. start the journey and um, I end up not fully going through with it? What mm -hmm. if that, you know, what if that happens and I'm going to feel like I'm a failure. Um, but I had to kind of just keep pushing myself and, and knowing that, you know, the journey is, it's, uh, it's definitely, it's not just all the way. It's it's not always going up. It's there's going to be moments where it's going to be tough, and and uh, and just understanding that and recognizing that 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 that's a that's a thing that can happen. It it, it like helped me not really be hard on myself and not really um, uh, not really worry. Do you think that you learned that? I think that's like 
um, something that takes a long time to understand that healing isn't linear, right? Whether it's yeah. even physical, mental, all of that, and and that there may be setbacks and it's not failure. Did you learn that through the people that you were following, or was that like from somewhere else? Um, it's I, I, honestly, it's hard uh, uh, to really answer that. I feel like it was a mix of the people that I was following, but also just. Um, really taking time to understand myself mm -hmm. and and like kind of uh, 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 just realizing things um, myself as well. So mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. It, it was it was people um, that I was following, but it was also like, uh, it was me realizing things as well. Mm, I see. Was there in addition to working out? Was there other things that you were doing towards your healing journey like was there therapy was there journaling journaling meditation or do you think like the gym or working out was the space where then you started to build that relationship with yourself and um really dive into that journey yeah i feel like for me it was more so the gym it was more so mm -hmm. the gym and working out and um and just seeing like uh my progress uh i took i took a ton of, of uh, before and after pictures and just to kind of give me motivation and see and see the changes that were that were going throughout you know with with myself mm -hmm. so yeah for me for me it was more so working out at that time but now it's like now it's now it's 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 uh it's progressed to something even more and, and it's amazing yeah yeah so i do want to talk about the even more part because i think that's yeah. the juicy part probably <laughs> yeah i get i get i get so excited about talking about it yeah but before we dive into that what were some yeah. maybe big moments in your weight loss journey that you were like wow things are shifting things are changing um yeah. were there like reflection points or maybe some that stand out to you yeah uh, well at the beginning for me it was it wasn't so like i was i just started working out it was a whole it was like a whole thing where where um at the time i don't know i'm not sure if you're aware but like uh, chloe kardashian had like a um a show called revenge mm -hmm. body okay and so yes. um so that when i came back from my trip i just randomly just saw an email that she was going to start the show and and they're going to have casting calls so like i applied and um i they called me back i went for like the casting call and and at the same time at that time i was looking into getting weight loss surgery okay. and so for me it was like it's either it's either going on the show being on the show if they if they have me or or getting this weight loss surgery and i of course i wasn't on the show but uh i so then i decided okay i'm gonna go through with the weight loss surgery i went through the whole process up until having uh, i up until like two days I, ha I had my my surgery scheduled already it was going to wow. be for august 10th 2016 okay. and two days before my surgery day i really took time to really like analyze everything and really ask myself like did i really try and give mm -hmm. myself that opportunity to do it on my own mm -hmm. and i answered it and i was like no i didn't so I, two days before my surgery day, I canceled, I canceled it. Yeah. And I just started, I started the journey, um, right, right. As soon as I like, as soon as I hung up the phone, I, I, I said, I have to, I have to do this. I really have to, there's no choice because there's other people out here that, that would love to have this surgery that can, that don't have the privilege to get that surgery. And, and, and me, I'm just throwing it, I'm just like throwing it away. Like I have to really mm. take this serious. Yeah. So, um. So from then on, it was just like, uh, it, 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 it's just a journey in itself. It, it's, it's, it's crazy just to think about it, just to kind of think back on it. But um, yeah. yeah, there was definitely moments when I first hit my like 20 pounds and, uh, and then it led to like 50 pounds and then 100 pounds was like the, the moment where I'm like, wow. I really did that. I really did wow. that. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, there, there there have been many moments throughout that, throughout my journey that have, yeah, mm -hmm. have just made me see things, and and just and just kind of you know sit back and 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 be proud of myself and not uh, because a lot of the time throughout the journey I was like oh 
it's not enough. I need to do more. Like, this is not enough. But I had to keep reminding myself, like, hey, I'm, I'm not where I used to be. Mm-hmm. I'm not where I, I'm not where I used to be. So like, you have you, you can't be too hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. It sounds like a really empowering move to turn down or say no two days before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And was it immediate for you? Like, were you able to then really go full on? I mean, I personally, you know, there's been moments where I can like go in on my fitness journey and then I like go back, you know, and it's been this yo-yoing that I've been doing. I'm wondering for you, was it like, no, let's do this. And you've been on that path for uh, since then, or was it a slow start? Um, no, I sent as soon as like I, I called and I and I, you know, canceled it, I immediately got up. I remember I immediately got up. I got up and I um, I went on a walk for like two hours. And so oh. like I did that from from that day on. I did that every day. I went on two walks every day for two hours. And so I just started to progress from like walking to jogging a little bit and then to incorporating a little bit more running and then um and then eventually i joined like this boot camp gym and so it 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 definitely it it started from that point on it started but of course within that journey i had moments where like i i i uh i feel like maybe it was within the first after the first year i had moments where i kind of fell off for a little bit like you know a month or so but like i knew that i was gonna get back on so i would Mm. get back on and then you know, it, it's it's not even even to this day. Like it's still, it's still hard for me. Like sometimes I I fall off, but at the end of the day, I know that I'm not going to allow myself to get back to the point where I was, because yeah. of how, because of how like bad I felt with like my anxiety and my depression. Like I don't ever want to be in that in that in that headspace ever again. So that mm-hmm. that motivates me to to continue when when I have those moments of of you know when I'm not doing my best. Yeah. And you mentioned then it turned into so much more. What is that more? Tell us more. <laughs> yeah. Um, just I, I, I started just diving into trying to understand my emotions and come to terms with it. With like, I, I feel like that turning point was when I when I like came out to my friends. Mm. I was able to like be myself mm-hmm. around them because I felt safe with them. I felt like, you know, I, I needed to tell them and ever since then that's when like things just started um changing and this year specifically um has been a, a big turning point with my healing journey um I was at a I was at a at a very low moment last year I started journaling and 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 um and just the way that I shifted my mindset mm-hmm. um I try not to say negative things about myself because oftentimes that you know have with someone like for myself I, I lost weight and there's moments where i look at myself in the mirror and i still see like the old me mm-hmm. and i'll say i'll say things like oh my god like why why does your chest look like that or why do your arms look like this or um so now i try my best to kind of to to just be gentle with myself because a lot of the time I I was very hard on myself and I'm like, what would my what would my my child self like mm. feel if I if I said those things to you know yeah. growing up being growing up being bullied it's like I'm bullying myself so like it was it, I had to really understand and and just try to try to see and try to understand that like I have to it, it starts with me. Yeah. I have to really, I, I had to really um, uh, change my mindset and and uh, and see things differently. Mm, so wow. yeah, journaling has been it's been like the biggest blessing. It's helped me so much, and yeah. just uh, taking time to be my by myself because oftentimes I had the friends that I had. I felt like I needed to be around people all the time mm. um, to feel like I was loved. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's that's coming from lack of of love, like self love. Yeah. So I understanding that I needed to spend time with myself and and uh, really really sit with my thoughts and my emotions and the feelings and 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 not be judgmental towards them um, and just uh, just like I said, just be gentle and and try to understand 
everything. Yeah. So try, try to try to understand where these emotions, these feelings are coming from, and and um, yeah, it's allowed me to to come to this point where like I enjoy I enjoy my solitude. I enjoy being mm. by, by myself. I feel safe when I'm by myself. You know, um, yeah. and uh, and yeah. Wow. <laughs> I think that you you've mentioned a lot of really good pieces. You can have like this thought of I just like being around a lot of people. That's just how I grew mm -hmm. up and that's just what I like. And so you carry that through, but some of the maybe uh invisible results of that that you might not notice and maybe the people around you don't notice either is that constantly being surrounded with people doesn't allow you to hear yourself right like hear right. your own voice and process with yourself and you know i'm sure there's a healthy like balance but until you find that sometimes solitude is really good just to um be able to discern like which are which are my like we which voices in my head are mine and which ones am right. i carrying through from childhood like you mentioned Right. And those voices can get so loud and they can be so <laughs> mean and harsh, right? For sure. Yeah, definitely yeah. can. And like, I consider myself to be an empath. So like, I, I, I like, I realized that I was carrying other people's emotions and, and I, I was holding on to them. And I'm like, no, these are not, these are not for me to keep. These are not for me. So I need to let go of those and really, and really try to, uh, try to find like what what thoughts and emotions were were mine so yeah. that that was when i that when i was able to even i'm not saying like that i i completely um understand now because every day is a growing process i yeah. still every single day uh, you know there's i feel like there's a lesson in everything that happens in in one's life yeah that's <laughs> yeah and i also love that you mentioned like the inner nino or the inner you, right? That's not that, yeah. yeah, that tender part of us that gets really stripped away based on all of the comments that happen. Sometimes there's this fear of judgment or what will people say? And they don't realize that they're carrying this fear from a very long time ago. Let's say someone really liked yellow, right? And so they're like, oh, I really like yellow, but you forget that you like yellow because a lot of times, every time you wore yellow, someone told you, oh, yellow is such an ugly color, right? Maybe growing up. Right. And then as an adult, you forget you like yellow and you also start judging people that wear yellow. Mm -hmm. And one day, like when you're on the journey or on the path, I feel like you start stripping away those comments, those things. And you're like, why the heck have I not worn yellow? And you know, in like, right. mm -hmm. so long and that's some of the things that like I work on with my clients it's like well when was the last time someone said anything about you wearing yellow well when I was a child I'm like wow you haven't worn yellow because when you were a child someone told you and it's not from a judging place it's more like the recognition of like yeah like I am the one who's now judging myself you know I'm the one who stops myself and I get to to decide do I carry that voice with me to, through the rest of my life or do I leave it where it belongs in the past, right? And then move right, forward. Right, yeah. It's definitely uh it's 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 a, it's a it's a good moment when you when you like realize that, you know, a lot of people project things on mm. on on you and um sometimes those most of the time those emotions or those words or those things are not for you to keep. Mm -hmm. they're not for you to they're they're not for you to hold on and they were never meant for you to hold on so like you know just realizing that you have to let go of those of of those comments or 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 ways of how like people made you feel um yeah. because that's not how you felt people made you feel that way so yeah. you know there is yeah just learning to be kind and gentle with yourself that's definitely it's it's uh it's helped me a lot Mm -hmm. Now, my next question is now kind of learning more about your journey and kind of the things that you have gone through and where you're at. One thing that happened to me was this like really big fire in me or urge to be authentically myself in all of the spaces I occupied. I was like, I realize now that I wasn't me that I consider myself an empath too. So I realize now that I'm like pleasing everyone in every space I occupy, right? Whether it's at home or at work or with friends. And so for me, home was not easy, but it felt easier like to transition into here's who I am and I'm gonna set my boundaries and all of that. Friends, same thing. Work was the hardest one for me. 
-hmm. It sounds like for you, friends was a little bit easier. Home is still hard. How does it feel to be navigating? Like, do you have that same kind of like urge or is it not as loud yet? Like, where are you at in terms of like, I want to be myself in everywhere that I am? Oh, I'm, I've, I, I've, uh, I've actually, I was thinking about this earlier today. I was like, you know what? Like, I've, I've grown so much from like where I was before to now, where like mm-hmm. even things that I would post on my Instagram story, I, I was like constantly trying to, uh, um, it, 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 to the point where it gave me anxiety because I'm like, okay, if I post this, are they going to think that, you know, with my with my family are they gonna think that oh he posts this like oh he is gay or mm. you know th- these things so so now it's like it's come to the point where like i don't care i don't care at all like what i post is what i post and if and if they feel a certain type of way it's not it's not it's not it's not my business you know yeah as long yeah. as i'm being authentically myself um but yeah i uh i've come to the point where like i'm i'm uh I feel like I'm myself around my 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 family. I'm able to um, ex- express myself as far as like uh, like I'm not hiding things that I like to do. Um, but the only thing is just I haven't shared that part of 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 myself with like my parents, and it's not more so mm-hmm. like out of fear of how they're going to react. It's just um, I guess right now I'm just not. Uh, I haven't reached the point where like um I, I just don't know how to say it or or if I if I even need to say it because um I I feel like a lot of people have that pressure that they have to say the words like oh I'm gay mm-hmm. or you know and it's like um for me it's just it's hard to to kind of uh, uh how do I say this um it's it's hard for me to kind of just uh grasp that because of, uh, grasp that thought of like uh of like how am i gonna approach this this with my parents or mm-hmm. because with my family i that's not something that i i feel like i need to i need to like come out with my family like if they the, when they find out that's the one they're gonna find out uh, yeah. but it's more so like because my mom and i were like super close Mm. um so i feel like that's it's it's not out of fear that she's gonna she's gonna you know she's going to um to disown me i I don't think i don't think it's that it's just Mm um i i guess it's more so me uh being vulnerable to showing emotion because growing up i i never i never was able to to uh show my emotions or or like express my feelings with my family like we don't really say i love you ever Mm. we don't say stuff so i guess it's more so being it's it's more so like the um the feeling of uh, of 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 uncomfortableness like Mm -hmm. with having having that conversation yeah Uh, but it's not it's not it's not so much like the fear that they're gonna reject me or disown me because i've come to terms that you know if people don't accept me for who i am like it's fine i it's, it's not my problem you know yeah um yeah I, I hope that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. And I, um, one, I want to say, like, for anyone who's resonating with this, I think that, like, if we were to put side by side who you were, like, seven years ago, before this all started, and now, it's likely that we would meet two very different people, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. And maybe some people find themselves somewhere in between that spectrum. And what I just want to kind of call out or shout out is I think that the journey itself, I mean, everyone will have their own journey around healing and what that looks like and what they're ready for and when. But I think what allows you to start saying, I don't care what others say, like right now that you're saying like, well, I don't care what they say, like, or I don't care what they think. The permission comes from you validating yourself Right. And you can tell me if this resonates, but I think it comes from starting to see yourself not hiding from yourself anymore because you might not realize how much you're hiding yourself from you. But once you're like, I'm not scared of you. Come on, come out. Let me show like show me what you got. And I got you. You know, once you start doing that over and over and over again, the inner you, whatever you want to call it, inner Nino, you, the inner you, your soul, your true authentic self starts to feel safe within you and so it doesn't matter like what others think 
what yeah. others say, right? Yeah, that that hundred percent. I was getting like just a little bit emotional just like hearing you say say that because it's true. Like being on this journey of healing and 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 um, trying to understand my my feelings and my emotions and just just try to understand myself more. Yeah, um, it's it's opened up this like this door of like I feel safe with myself. So like what others what other people think about me it's 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 none of my business it, i it's not it's it, i i shouldn't i shouldn't uh hold on to what other people think about me yeah you know? yeah. yeah it's such a beautiful freeing feeling and and that's why i speak on healing because i want this for everyone you know and, yeah. I, and I hope it, this yeah. for everyone and I know that it can be like a, lo a lonely road sometimes. It can feel lonely. Mm -hmm. It can feel like you're not making progress. But hopefully take it from us, like from all of the guests on the podcast, you know, that that it is a journey. It's not quick, but it's so worth it, right? It is. It's Yeah, 100%. It's so worth it. And I wouldn't change this. I wouldn't change this for anything. I'm very grateful and I, I'm appreciative. Like every single day, just being able to to wake up and 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 um i'm very appreciative and, and blessed for like the moments where where like the not so good moments because i know that at the end of the day like i'm gonna learn something out of those moments so yeah. i'm always i'm always accepting you know of those moments when they happen mm -hmm. um of course you know at the moment it, it might it might suck it might be it, it might hurt but but in the back of my mind it's like it's okay it's all right you'll be fine you'll be fine so it's constantly that for me when i have those moments of like uh, self-doubt or or um or questioning my self-worth it's like it's like it's all right it's all right you'll be fine you'll be fine it's just it's just a moment that you have to get through um right now and it's okay to sit in that moment and and try to understand yourself um because like you know i'm gonna grow from this moment so mm -hmm. yeah. wow yeah i love that it's kind of like you're coaching yourself through now instead of yeah. like putting yourself down like maybe you used to yeah. in the past and the other thing that I wanted to bring up is, you know, you're mentioning this dynamic with your mom and not feeling the need to change that dynamic. You know, I think sometimes we fear the change, right? Like what, how is this going to change? I mean, I think for you um, coming out is like one way of changing that perhaps, you know, the fear of like this relationship might change if I say this. For others, it might be like, I don't believe in Jesus or I don't know, you know, like there's different things that yeah. you come out to your family um when you're on this path right because you start shedding like oh maybe i was um in this career because i thought my parents wanted me and now i want to be myself or maybe i dress a certain way or i hang out with certain people like there's so many things that if you internalize and are a people pleaser as you start finding yourself there's going to be things that you're going to stop wanting to do and as you empower yourself you're going to be able to let those things go but mm -hmm what I think is important and what I think like, um, well, not important, what I think can happen and it's good for us to remember is that there is also some grieving in that sometimes, you know, there's right. grieving in letting go of those parts of you. As much as you recognize that's not me anymore, it can change dynamics that even if they weren't as uh, authentic as now you're craving, they were still a big part of you, you know? Right. They were still uh, um, likely existing within you or f uh, with you for long t periods of time. So if you let go of something, it's still hard. Even when you're like, I don't want that anymore and I'll be okay, just know like it's still okay and it's still pretty normal to grieve grieve that, right? Like grieve yeah. the change. Can I, can I touch on that a little bit? Yeah, of um, course. Because I know... I know like for me i had a moment where where i um i was like sad and i was trying to i was trying to um like understand why i was sad and i i, I actually journaled about it like this was when i when i kind of first started journaling mm -hmm. um that that sadness was coming from me grieving the old me mm -hmm. i i was i was sad because i was like I miss I miss some some uh, parts of me from when I you know from before, and yeah. it's like, and because I was so used to being in that headspace that mm -hmm. it's 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 kind of you know it it it, it was it was me for a uh, for years, 
and like now understanding that you know i've grown and and i my um the way i see things and the way i view things are different it's kind of yeah like i there was a there was a grieving period where where i just missed the old me um Mm -hmm. but also very open to like to to um learning about the new me and getting Mm -hmm. to know me the, the the new me and continuing to get to know the 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 new me so yeah 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 all of the changes you you make can be good and that still doesn't mean like you you we find ways as humans i think to adapt and make home even in hard places even in places where we don't belong even in places where we get hurt like we bring up a little couch a little pillow like we get comfy (laughs) you know even if it hurts (laughs) yeah that's true yeah yeah so With that being said, I think one of the things that I like to ask is there's a lot of hard things that come with being a first gen, Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm wondering what is one of your favorite things about being a first gen? Um, I I think my, my, my desire to like be there for people and, and help people and um, because I had to do it you know since i was younger mm-hmm. since i was young and and um i think that's why i i'm in the field that i am right now at this moment um i work with adults who have disabilities oh. so um so just you know being that that person that um people can come to um for help and uh so i feel like that's uh that's something that i'm grateful for you know being mm. a first gen is is that and also just the um, I know, I understand, like, it was hard for me growing up. I didn't really have, like, a, a childhood. Um, but um, if I didn't go through that, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. So I always say, like, I don't hold, there's many people out there that hold resentment for their parents mm-hmm. because of, you know, they didn't allow them to be a kid or they had to grow up fast. But for me, I always say that I'm grateful. And I had I actually had this conversation with my mom not that long ago, but I... Um, like my brothers are very, they hold like this this resentment or grudge um, against my parents for just the way the, our upbringing. But yeah. um, I've come to I've come to terms and I expressed with my mom. I was like, you know, you guys, you guys did what you guys could with what you guys knew. So um, so I although it wasn't the ideal childhood, um, I still had a home. I still had both parents and um and and i i learned a lot from those situations and and just the way that i that i grew up so mm-hmm. um i see i see it now as you know it's a blessing i i love it i i'm proud to be a first gen so mm-hmm. that's beautiful yeah, for sure. yeah i think a lot of episodes honestly we speak about a little bit about the resentment part <laughs> But I'm glad. I mean, it's beautiful that there are people like you that uh, really skip that part, right? I think like in some journeys, it's a part of it. We have to let the resentment out. Then we can circle back if possible and then be like, okay, now there's gratitude. But if you're able to, um, you know, show them gratitude from the the get go, I think that that's that's beautiful, too, because the parents, I'm sure, appreciate that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of course. Yeah. There's moments that that I feel, you know, I... um, I, I feel not resentment, but kind of like, I just think back and I'm like, dang. Um, or there's moments that happen in my life now. It's like, oh, I didn't get to experience that when I have like conversations with people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I didn't get to experience that. Like, you know, it's it's unfortunate, but that uh, that helps me understand that, you know, when I decide to have my family, it's going to be completely different. Mm-hmm. It's going to like, that's going to, it's going to end with me and it's going to, you know, I'm going to start something something new with with my family so yeah Yeah. (laughs) how exciting (laughs) if there's anything maybe that you want to share about the weight loss journey that you'd like others to hear aside from the healing journey i think that's a journey of in and of itself and so maybe people that follow you specifically for that and are watching this if you want to share a message for them or or anything yeah yeah i i i would say um uh i know it's hard it's it's super hard it was hard for me but just trying just at least trying to be kind to yourself when when uh, you have moments of uh, of doubt or or fear that you know that you can't do it. Like 
you mm-hmm. you can you definitely can i know it's hard to understand at the moment sometimes but but coming from me from someone who i who 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 didn't see the light you know at the end of the tunnel like and and to where i am today and not saying that i'm like in the in the best place but i'm i'm in a better place than where i was before and um uh, yeah just being trying trying to be kind and gentle with yourself and not really listen to the outside noise just try to focus on 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 you and 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 your journey um i feel like that's that's one thing i feel like being kind to yourself is really important because uh you know what once you start to um understand that you know being kind to yourself um is is really important and people like kind of they 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 i feel like there's people like even for me like when i when i started my whole weight loss journey i i didn't i didn't think about oh um being kind to myself i i for me it was just more so like oh the physical part like i need to Mm -hmm. lose weight i need to look i i want to look good um but but then as the journey progressed like i started noticing like no i um i feel good i feel good and knowing that that i feel so much better like mentally um emotionally spiritually all that like that for me is is more than anything else like more than all the physical stuff so um yeah i would say yeah just 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 uh try to be gentle and and kind to yourself in moments where you where where you feel like uh, you can't do it Mm, i love that (laughs) yeah it's like um i think a lot of spaces don't taking into consideration the whole human like our world can be very results driven right like Mm -hmm. how to lose more how to lose faster or just with anything it's like more faster more faster so and at the end of the day like what is that worth if you feel the same when you get to your goal or to that result right so i love that you're saying it's like more of a uh, a fuller approach like of a let it let it uh transform all aspects of you not just the physical right yeah yeah so where can people find you and check your stuff out because i know you post about your journey and i'm sure a lot of people would like to see um, well on instagram i'm uh uh henry underscore what at, um yeah henry henry what 18 but it's e-n-r-i underscore w-h-a-t 18 one eight okay and then on um it's the same for tiktok as well Mm, okay perfect and what maybe you can mention a little bit about what you post so that they know what what to expect um well right now it's kind of in the because i went on from on tiktok it it started off with like just posting before and after video like pictures and stuff and 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 i and i and i come to the realization that you know that's all superficial and Mm. a lot of people when people see those they, they they see the 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 beginning and the end result and I, it's not just that, you know, it's not just that. So like now I'm just trying to, trying to change and trying to create content. That's just like, just more myself. Ooh, how exciting. I love that. That's the direction you're going in because I think, yeah, yeah. it gives people depth to what you're going through, you know, right. aside from right. the physical. Yeah, and I want people to get to know, like, you know, me, they, I want, the, I want them to get to know the real me. And so, yeah. It's yeah. definitely going to change. It's going to change. It's going to continue to change soon. So I'm excited about that. Mm, yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So yeah, definitely go check him out. And so now these are resource questions. So so that people have maybe some things to check out, music, books, etc. So the first question is, what is your favorite healing or mindful tool? Um, journaling. <laughs> Journaling. I feel like journaling is that's my that's my go-to would be journaling. Can you share wh- how you journal? Because I think when a lot of people hear journaling, uh, when I'm working one-on-one with people, they are immediately like, "You, f- I see it." I'm like, "Oh, I know yeah. you're resistant. I know, I know." Um, yeah. So, what? How do you use journaling? Um, for me, it's more so because um, I, I know a lot of people think that it's like it's this whole template. You need to follow this template. But for me, it's more so like it's a non non judgment zone, and I I'm free to write whatever I want at the moment. Like the emotions and everything that I'm feeling at the moment, I jot it down. Even like uh, things that I felt throughout the day, and you know, try trying to understand why I felt angry or why I felt sad, and I write, write that down. 
Um, so it's, there's no template. There's nothing. There's some days where I have things to write and then I try to make it, a, I try to make it for the most part for the few, uh, past few months, I I've been consistent with journaling every single day. I actually like have them here, like have them here with me, love but, it. um, but yeah, it's just, it's just, a. It, there's no template. There's, there, there's no structure. It's just me, me just writing things and, um, and and ending it on a good note so that's why i look forward to journaling at the end of the day because um if i had a rough day i know that at the end of the day i'm gonna go to sleep and i'm gonna be you know i'm, I'm gonna be like grounded again i'm gonna be fine so that's just, that's the way that i that i approach it mm. Okay, thank you so much for for sharing that. I know journaling is something that we hear a lot and we're like, ugh, but <laughs> it's helped a lot yeah. of people, including myself. So yeah, thank you yeah, for sharing for sure. your way of doing it. Um, what is a habit that you do for yourself every day? A habit that I do for myself every day? Um, journaling. <laughs> journaling, right. working out. Yeah, working out. And one thing I love to do too, it's not every day, but almost, I feel like, it's almost every day. I, I, I love to watch sunsets. Oh, um, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. That's something that's something that I love to do. What is a favorite song to listen to when you uh, need to feel inspired or pick me up? Birds by Mount Wolf. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that one. Because <laughs> it's it's more so like there's music in the back, but it's 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 a dialogue. It's mm. just talking okay so it's not really like singing it's just talking and they're yeah that that's helped me favorite quote or advice that you may refer back to i would say never un never underestimate um the power of like small changes Ooh, okay yeah i like that a lot of people a lot of people like think that they need to make big changes in order to to um you know for it to hold like value and it's like no mm. It's the small changes that that really like that really matter. You know, yeah. the small changes, the yeah. small changes lead to the bigger things. So. Yeah, it's like yeah, maybe not celebrating you and yourself until you hit the 100 mark. But there was 25, like you mentioned, right? There was yeah, 25, exactly. 50, 75. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, influencer that you follow that leaves you feeling positive or inspired. Um, well, during my weight loss journey, it was two people. Um, her name is one of them. Her name is Laura. Um, her her Instagram is uh, the Iron Giantess, and then the other person is uh, his name is John, um, and his his uh, Instagram page is Obese to Beast. Awesome. What is a feel good or powerful book or movie? Not a, it's, it's not a book for me, and it's not a movie. It's more so a show. Okay. It's a TV show. It's called uh, This Is Us, and the reason why. And the reason why I say that one is because it taps in on a lot. It taps in on mental health. It taps in on um, on eating disorders. It taps in on racism. It taps it taps in on politics. It taps in on you know adoption. It taps in on so many things, and it's and and it's helped me like um, understand a lot too. So um, um, that show, I, I love that show. <laughs> yeah. it, I, there's different moments. There's like many moments um, where I. <laughs> I got emotional and then mm. because like a lot of time like there's been moments where i can relate to to this to to the things that they're going through in the show so mm -hmm. um it's definitely helped me like process and understand some things too and just kind of like validate um some of my feelings and and um, things that i've gone through as yeah. well so yeah. Sometimes I think shows can be even more impactful than a book or a movie because they do extend to a long period of time. Right. So there right. may be years where you've been watching a show and that like literally takes you through a journey of, yeah. in and of itself. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. So these last set of questions are fun, fast questions. Estás listo? Yes. Okay. Listo. Pozole o tamales? No, pozole. 100%. <laughs> Champurrado or hot chocolate? Champurrado. Bad Bunny or Daddy Yankee? Bad Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I don't really listen to I, I never really listened to like the you know the old reggaeton. Um yeah. I I I didn't grow up really listening to like um 
like Spanish music, mm. but now I, I just love I I I, lo- I love Bad Bunny, so yeah. Okay. I would just have to say Bad Bunny. All right. I'm sure Daddy Yankee's listening, but he's fine. He'll be okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Concha de vainilla or chocolate? Chocolate. And if we pull up to your favorite taco spot, what are you ordering? Um, uh, tacos de carne asada or uh, a burrito de carne asada. How many tacos? Um, six. Six tacos, okay. The carne six. asada, con todo? Yeah. Yeah, with everything. Okay. Salsa verde or roja? Uh, roja. Roja. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I mean, actually, no, both. It's both. I feel like Ooh. it's both, but it, the the red one, it, it's uh, I, I get more of the red one, and I and I'll have a little bit of the of the green one, and I'll and I'll like mix it. Mm, yeah. Okay, let's get even more specific. What percentage? 70, 30, 80, 20? <laughs> um, seventy five percent red and twenty five percent green. Okay, and then yeah, yeah. Yeah, 75% red and and 25% green. Excellent. So for those of you guys that are listening, I would love to know what's your percentage. If you mix salsas, comment what percentage verde, what percentage roja. And if you're just listening in, you can go watch the video on YouTube or you can message us and we would love to know. So with that being said, Enrique, thank you so much for being on the podcast and for spending some time on here. Um, Is there anything, before I close it out, is there anything that you would like to say? Like any ending Um, message? Well, I mean, well, to you, I just want to say that, you know, thank you so much for um, allowing this space for for me to share these things and and also allowing the space for other people to to uh to listen and to tap into like it uh it's the the work that you're doing is is amazing and i and Mm -hmm. it's uh um it's a blessing so yeah thank you for allowing me to be part of this i really do appreciate it yay thank you thank you thank you i'm receiving that i love doing this so i'm so happy that there are other people who are willing to participate and also see the value in it so yeah thank you too yeah thank you All right, guys. Well, if you guys enjoyed today's episode, please share it with your amigas, amigos, amigues. We want all of the Latinas to listen to this. And also remember, first gen, I love you. I love me. And I can't wait for you to love yourself. Bye. Bye. (laughs)